0: There you go, some rock and roll, bitch. Welcome to the Reprobate Travel Cast. We're back in Columbus, Ohio. Last week we broadcast from Louisville, Kentucky. If you missed that, you may want to check some of the back episodes because we had some fun. We actually interviewed Dan Cummins, who's a comedian. He had his own special on Comedy Central called Crazy with a capital F. He's been on The Tonight Show. He's been on Letterman. I think Letterman. I don't know craig ferguson he's been on a lot of different tv shows anyway he was awesome he was really funny he had some interesting stories about going to south africa and amsterdam uh, and just some other random travel stories he's a really interesting guy so you, if you missed that you want to check out the last episode because it was pretty good we uh, actually broadcast from the improv in louisville which was awesome But enough of the past, let's talk about the future. We've got some upcoming episodes coming to you from Virginia Beach, Virginia. Looking forward to that. That should be a really cool deal. We'll get to meet some of the people from Virginia Beach, and they'll tell us all about their city. Also, uh, today I have Bob Cook coming in, comedian, really funny guy from boobcock.com. That's b o o b dot com. Guy's hilarious I uh, actually tried to put a link to his page on my Facebook And I mistyped it I actually printed the whole word cock C-O-C-K And that is not his website It ends up, it's a porn site So I I had people uh, Clicking on a porn site Really stupid Really embarrassing Boy, Facebook I don't know Every day it seems like something stupid happens there so uh i'm excited to have bob coming in here to give us his take on today's travel news also we're going to be telling you seven ways to score airport lounge access it's a story i read online about you know if you're if you travel a lot and you have a lot of like layovers you know You don't want to just sit in the terminal all day, right? You actually want to get into the lounge. That is the place for you, believe me. Much more comfortable place to wait for a flight. I mean, when you're just sitting in the terminal, it's uncomfortable. It's busy sometimes. You know, it's not exactly where you want to spend your time. So if you get in the lounge, you got stuff like uh, Wi-Fi, drinks, snacks, magazines, all kinds of cool stuff. So we're going to tell you seven ways to actually get into that lounge, your airport lounge. You're welcome for that. Me and Bob will go over that later. If you want to add me on Twitter, my... Twitter account is now under Reprobate2012. I changed it to Reprobate2012. As to stick with the theme of the show. Reprobate Travelers. This show isn't for the rich traveler who, who flies first class to Europe. No, this is for the nitty-gritty backpack adventurer who flies coach 14-hour Flights in coach, miserable. Download a few episodes of this show and it'll make your 12 hours go a lot faster because, oh boy, it's brutal. It is so brutal back in coach. This show isn't for people that stay at the Hilton. I mean, you're welcome to listen, but it's more for people that stay at the hostel. Regular people. It's the reprobate travel cast. The elitists would call us reprobates. But we're just regular people who like to travel, who like to see foreign lands, who like to get in adventures and eat exotic foods and make out with exotic women. Mm -mm -mm. That's what I'm talking about, girlfriend. All right, so uh, I got Bob Cook coming in here in a minute. Go make yourself a beverage, alcoholic or non alcoholic beverage. Go light yourself a cigarette, pack a bowl, do whatever you got to do. Settle in because we got a big day ahead of us. We're going to have a great time. We'll be right back. Oh, and we're back. All right. I got Bob Cook in here. From boobcock.com, B O O B C O K. Thanks for having me. And our buddy John, should I give him your last name?
1: Yeah, sure.
0: Mellencamp is here. <laughs> uh, I stole that. I stole that from Bob's blog. I mean, that's not. What is your last name? Morris. Morris. John Morris, uh, famous acting coach in Columbus. I like how you. No, just gave, that's not true I like either. How you
1: just gave me credit for the John Mellencamp name. <laughs> I stole that. The rights of that belong to Bob Cook, actually. <laughs>
0: Uh, well, I have a lot of news stories here today, and then John's got a couple funny stories uh, about some shit that happened to, to him and
1: Bob. John is actually a uh, sound guy extraordinaire, travels the country.
0: Oh, so that that's your full-time gig? You just travel the country with all these bands and you're the sound guy? Yeah. That's awesome, man. Do you uh, do you get pussy doing that? Yeah, yeah on occasion. On awesome. Occasion.
1: What you might call pussy. yeah. yeah. With the layman virtually <laughs> right. to.
0: Well, uh, okay, let, let me get a couple news stories out of the way before we get into the, the the our personal stories. I read an article that sleepiness is a huge problem for pilots. 20% admitted that they made serious errors due to sleepiness.
1: <laughs> That's like the most frightening shit I ever... Well, there's not like... There's not a lot of ways for an error as a pilot. To, there's no such thing as, like, a pretty good pilot, you yeah. know? Like, you either land the fucking plane or you hit the cliff.
0: Yeah, a serious error in a plane is probably a serious error. Yeah, those things fly themselves. <laughs> yeah, 20% said that. Oh, <laughs> uh, this is your captain speaking. <laughs> <laughs>
1: If you uh, look to your left, you'll see uh, beautiful, fluffy clouds. (laughs) Uh,
0: Excuse me, passengers. Is there a big, fat guy sitting on the left side of the plane? Can you move to an aisle seat, please, closer to the middle? Thanks. I'm going to take a little shut-eye time for myself. (laughs) All right. uh, So that's pretty crazy. That's that's frightening. If you fly a lot, the twenty percent. you have a 20% chance that the pilot falls asleep and crashes into a mountain. Happy trails everybody.
1: That that's pretty uh wild. I mean, there's seems to be an obvious cure for that, you know, like sleep. cocaine. Yeah. Oh, sleep. Oh, yeah, yes, sleep. Yes. sleep,
0: that's what I meant.
1: Right. After
0: the cocaine. <laughs> cocaine would be great. <laughs>
1: that's the thing. Mr. Pilot, we were, going, we were supposed to go
0: to Hawaii, but fuck it, I'm going to Cuba and I'm staying awake the whole time. <laughs> you got a problem?
1: You got a problem? I'll kick your ass. Yeah, methed up pilot. <laughs> back. He's been on a five day flight bender right <laughs> now. Well, if you'll look to your left, you'll see some uh, demon that's uh, following us <laughs> from behind. I gotta get rid of him. I'm just gonna uh, throw in the air brake and uh, they'll fly right past us. <laughs>
0: is your captain i've been awake for four days and my tooth just fell out happy landing
1: everybody (laughs) so
0: uh okay and dallas this flight attendant gets on over the speaker and says uh says there's mechanical problems but everything will be fine then a minute later she gets back on the speaker this time more excited says she's no longer responsible for the safety of this plane and they're going to crash and starts flipping out. Naturally, the whole plane starts getting a little concerned. Yeah, yeah. The pa- she got so wild, the passengers had to help restrain her. When they restrained her, she started freaking out and sounding like, quote, demonic. Nice. So, uh, so the meth thing was going down. <laughs> I guess.
1: Apparently.
0: <laughs> <laughs> And you know how the airlines are. People are probably like, I'm going to sue this
1: place. And they're like, don't worry. We'll give you all the free soda. <laughs> yeah. and I'm, I'm sitting in the back like, they took away my shampoo and this crazy bitch is screaming. And
0: she works on the plane. Right. And it's, it's like your flight attendant. So like one minute she's like, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we've got a little bit of a problem. Uh, it's a little mechanical problem. Everything will be fine. No, wait, scratch that. We're all going to die. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me you wouldn't shit your pants.
1: (laughs) Uh, Boy, yeah, that's... Did they have to have someone, like, land the plane, like an airplane in the movie? I hope so. Yeah, I guess you don't really come out of your demonic, twisted, like, rant. I'm cool. I'm cool. (laughs) You're good? We're just going to go to the back. You seem all right now? Oh, I'm I'm sure they locked her
0: ass up. I'm pretty sure they locked her ass up.
1: At least she had the the courtesy to say, "I'm no longer responsible for your safety." Like the guys on the cruise liners, they just bail; they just get right out of they there. They just took you know? off. Yeah, they don't they don't warn you that they're leaving. Uh, you guys are all fucked. Take her easy. I mean,
0: how did this woman not? Uh, did she have a history of this kind of thing? She must have been mentally unstable. How long was she a flight attendant? I mean, it was just a matter of time before she that was going to snap. Yeah, it was a flight attendant.
1: Oh wow. You, you didn't catch pilot. that? No, I thought you said a pilot. That's why I was asking who landed the plane. No, you no. did catch that? Why would they have the flight attendant land the plane? <laughs> oh, I,
0: I don't know. I guess, oh, so now I'm the asshole. All right, I get See it. See what
1: I did? <laughs> yeah. Touche. She's you... throwing the bags of peanuts like hand grenades and ducking behind the scenes.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it was not the pilot. The pilot was fine. Um, they
1: landed safely and got her uh, off in cuffs, I guess. Just freak out during the whole how to use your seatbelt presentation. That's just, just nuts, right?
2: I'm sick of this
1: seatbelt presentation shit. You try watching over the top across country four times in a day. <laughs>
0: uh, and moving on in 2012, breathalyzers will be in all vehicles in France, including the re- the, the rentals, all vehicles. So if you want to drink and drive in
1: Paris, man, it's going to be tough. Mm. All oh, oh, uh, French vehicles now. I, I guess they do. They do a lot of like wine drinking and and foreskin porn over there. Uh, I'm guessing on?
0: that French people are pretty much drunk all day. Yeah,
1: wouldn't you think? I mean, it's France. If you're gonna if you're gonna fuck a girl with hairy armpits and legs, you probably want to be pretty hammered. For damn it. damn right. Yeah, I watched a French porno one time, and that was disturbing. I was a. Uh, I was like, eh, whatever. This is good, and I was, uh, I was like mid stroke, and then at some point the guy uh, pulls, uh, he's got her ankles in his hand, and he clasps him over his penis and starts fucking the divot between her feet, and it like stopped me mid stroke. I was, like, oh, come on, why would you have to do that to what we had going on? Yeah, that's
0: there? so weird, like yeah. foot fucking a girl, foot fetish fucking.
1: And I mean, she's that's naked. some French shit.
0: They're she's very romantic, right bro. there. And
1: he's like, I, I could go for these feet. Right. It's the language of love. I watched a French porn you once. Fuck your feet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I watched a French porn once. The pizza guy came to deliver the pizza, and all the actors surrendered.
1: That's crazy. <laughs> so, uh, well, I don't want to tell that story.
0: Breathalyzers in all vehicles. Could you imagine how all these drunk French people are probably going crazy right now?
1: I, I usually just tell really drunk chicks that there's a breathalyzer in my lap when I get them in the car. <laughs> yeah, you just say, if you don't blow, we don't go. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yep, you're good. You're good. We can go home. <laughs> I think your breathalyzer's leaking. <laughs> <laughs> this is a spitting breathalyzer. <laughs> <laughs> this is bullshit. I want to drink and drive. Do they have them on their little fruity segways too. You know, little Is that what those ones? are called? Yeah.
0: What a stupid invention that is. Do you want to hear the funny thing about the Segway? What's that? The guy who invented it uh, died on a Segway. <laughs> <laughs> he he ran off a cliff. I think. Am I not? No.
2: It was the it was the m- hum- guy. <laughs>
0: Yeah, hang on. Let me look
2: it up. What was it? The hover round guy, the rascal. He drove off a cliff. Yeah, hover round
1: death. That thing doesn't hover for shit.
2: Yeah, (laughs) not very long. (laughs) Maybe two, three seconds. a hover down.
0: (laughs) Is that right? It was the hover round guy. I can't find it here online. I'm
2: looking. Yeah, it's a creator. The hover or the hover round.
1: Boy, that's that's just the rascal or whatever. Either one. That somebody who invented something died because of it. Let me see.
0: <laughs> yeah, we've got Bob looking it up now. So they're saying the next tourist hotspot on the planet is uh possibly Libya.
1: Oh, you just made a joke about that.
0: I did. Like last week I made a joke about how uh they were there were travel warnings in Mexico and my joke was Oh, for spring breakers to go into Mexico, it might be dangerous. And I'm like, duh. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, why don't you go vacation in Libya? And now they're saying that it might be a possibility. Uh, if they can. I thought you said
1: Labia, and I was really excited to go. <laughs> and then it turns out you were talking about a shitty country.
0: Yes. Well, it's the ideal place for trekking and windsurfing and getting stoned to death for cheating on your husband. <laughs> it ends <laughs> up it's a good place for... Okay. But the cool thing is NATO, when they bombed them, left all the uh, ancient sites undamaged. That's pretty cool, huh?
1: Yeah, I I guess. (laughs) Let's throw you a bone here.
0: (laughs) Maybe it's not. Yeah, maybe I misspoke. Tycoon dies in cliff plunge on one of his own scooters.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that was a Segway guy.
0: Yeah, it was a Segway. He was 62 years old.
1: That's crazy.
0: Drove it right off a cliff. You know what? The Segway's such a shitty invention. I think it's irony and I, sweet justice that the guy who invented it drove it off a fucking you cliff. How could just jump off?
1: Well, I don't like look at the thing. Segway I
2: mean, and go. you standing there. Just just hop off.
0: What? I think he wasn't paying attention. You're saying if he sees the cliff coming, I mean he could dive I off think like he was James on his own Bond.
2: Property. Wait, Dude, it's a Segway.
0: You just step off. No, but I think he was not paying attention, uh, and he just rolled off the cliff. He well, was like so looking cool. at some girl's tits or something, man. Yeah, so cool. and then boom.
1: When when looking at a Segway, I don't immediately think, let's go off-roading. So I don't know why you're near a cliff. Yeah, that's a good point, too. Okay, uh, let me see. He lost control of the machine as he traveled along a bridleway close to his estate. Uh, near Boston Spa, West Yorkshire. So he was like, "Well, I mean, here's a little, there's a little footpath right along it, and then he lost control and went off. So it was a walking path, and he was just kind of cruising along the path, and the path happened to go by it.
2: It's hmm. so with wow. trying to save it or something. Like, I'm going to pull it you know, out, you and know. you're the owner of the company. I mean, just let the
1: segue go, I guess. Well,
0: well you know."
1: What a, what a segue. I
0: think that anybody who gets on a segue deserves death.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, they're so stupid.
1: Just Too walk. bad he wasn't like the yeah. owner of the parachute. That would have worked out perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> Here's, talk to test my other invention. <laughs> <laughs> no. I saw
0: cops on those segways. I, I always think that's hilarious. It happened
2: in Nashville. It's pretty funny. I was going to just go push him over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's
0: it's pretty awkward. Just run into the woods, and he can't chase you anymore. Yeah, I
2: mean, in a foot chase, I mean, I'm pretty sure I could outrun a a Segway. You could outwalk a Segway. (laughs) You know why I pulled
1: you over? Because no one else will talk to you? (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: Okay, a a Delta 737 rolled off a runway. Here's what happened. It It was parked, and they had the cleaning crew in the plane cleaning it and I guess they forgot to put on the, the emergency brake or something because it rolls off the runway with the cleaning crew in it. Wow. And it, and uh, nobody was injured. <laughs> so I just thought that was a pretty funny story. Some janitors cleaning up some plane and then bang! They forgot to leave it in gear. Oh, that is insane. A 737, that's a pretty big boy, ain't it? Oh
2: yeah.
0: That's, that's a huge plane. Yeah. And, it, and it, they said it was damaged, too. Like, significantly damaged. But spotless. But very clean, yeah. <laughs> Great.
1: I the just, outside was a mess. <laughs> I just cleaned this
0: motherfucker. Here's a story uh, brought to you by Bob Cook from boobcock.com. Need a laugh? Check out boobcock.com. B-O-O-B-C-O-K. Not C-O-C-K, because that's a different site altogether. <laughs> I guess. That was... That was years ago. That was I don't my like mistake. talk about
1: that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> homeless Wi-Fi story. Uh, apparently, homeless people are being used by major corporations as mobile Wi-Fi hotspots. Yeah. I wish I was making that up. And, and
1: I think they're doing it at South by Southwest <laughs> this year.
0: South by Southwest? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's you know, where the south. companies,
1: that's where they're kicking it off. <clears throat>
0: Oh, BBH Labs to produce yeah. and used it to produce and promote mobile Wi-Fi service. Hey, we'll use these homeless people to provide and promote
1: mobile Wi-Fi service. I Why mean, not? They're useless. We can make use out of can them. Can you assert your dominance over a social class any more than, like, you know, now you're going to be my hotspot. You over there hold this trash bag, you know? Seriously. <laughs> how, how demeaning. I have a homeless guy in my house that holds towels when I get out of the shower. They give them... It gets
0: worse. It gets even worse. They give them T-shirts that say, "I am a 4G hotspot." <laughs> if they couldn't dehumanize them anymore, right, they're using basically a human as for something a table could do.
1: It also takes away all <laughs> empathy. It's like, you know like, well, well, 4G hotspots don't need food and shelter, so I'm glad that that's going on.: Yeah, you
0: see this homeless guy sitting there in his shirt. And a car comes by, boom, hits him. And somebody's like, oh, son of a bitch, that was my hot spot. Man,
1: no, about, that was a human being. What about That throws off the will work for food thing considerably. Like, they suggest you give them donations. Like, doesn't, isn't that going to be hurtful to your local crack whore when you walk up and hand her $5 and she's like, what do you want? And you're like, just stand there while I watch porn on my laptop. <laughs> yeah.
0: And you know the the corporations will make some sort of deal where they'll they'll come out saying they're helping them, you know, well, Mm -hmm. we gave them all extra large t-shirts, they could use them as tents afterwards and live in them. We're housing the homeless, after all. Sleeping bags that say I'm a hotspot. Hey man, I'll be your hotspot for two bucks, for five I'll suck your dick.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's like... there's, like, two ways to look at it, though. It's like, if you, you know, that's dehumanizing. And it's like, well, they're they're paying them. I don't, I don't know. They it's are. Like, they're giving them... You know, the people who are like, that's dehumanizing. That's true. When's the last time you gave one of those guys a sandwich? Like, well, never mind. I don't want to talk about it. But they that. don't
0: want sandwiches. They want bottles of booze and crack rocks.
1: Yeah. But at some point, a sandwich, maybe.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, they, they wanted $2 for every 15 minutes. Right. Yeah. So... Sounds like
1: the going rate.
0: Those guys could make... uh what is that? That's like $24 an hour. Are they, do, they,
2: do they get to keep that money, or do they have to pay pay the company back? I'm sure the I company mean, takes... How are you going to get your gear back? You know? <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is some homeless guy. This is a Wi-Fi hotspot traveling across the country in a train with a bottle of Boone's Farms. That's where it gets freaky. It's following the homeless guy like the fugitive and Harrison Ford.
2: <laughs> the
1: guy like Verizon helicopters that come Just by. Jumped off the overpass. <laughs> my Wi-Fi is, when my Wi-Fi is high, it's very unpredictable. I got to keep, oh, out of range again.
0: I got to take a quick break here, but we will be right back. All right, we were having some technical technical difficulties and some difficulties saying technical. (laughs) I'm back. I got Bob Cook here and uh, John Morris, the John Morris. Talking some travel. Here's some stuff I found on the internet I wanted to talk about. Book offers villagent. Travelers, tips to identify suspicious behavior. (sighs) The Department of Homeland Security uh, has flooded airports, cruise ports, subways and bus stations with posters and recorded announcements for if-you-see-something-say-something campaign. Snitch campaign, I think you would call that.
1: It's um, a sad state of affairs that you need to... You know, if you see someone with a mysterious bowling ball with a fuse hanging out of it, perhaps mention (laughs) that to someone.
0: Yeah, or he's wearing a
1: mask and he's all shifty-eyed. It's too bad they didn't have that campaign for that, uh, who was that coach at Penn State? Sandusky. No, 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 no. I mean the guy that saw Sandusky in the shower. Oh. uh, Didn't say anything. McHeeery. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So here's what uh, some of the book's uh, tips on finding people that are suspicious are are you ready yeah looking for people wearing clothing that is out of sync with the weather temperature or situation for no apparent reason <laughs> so like <laughs> if you're in alaska at the airport and some chick in a bikini comes by some, she might be a terrorist keep gotcha. that in mind
1: yeah that's what it is if you're wearing like a, an overcoat in the middle of summer they're like maybe there's shotguns under there or some shit
0: Oh, I got you. Watch for anyone who appears to be tampering with security devices or appears to be testing the response to unauthorized passage. So somebody's going to be fucking with the electric uh, machine, that uh, the metal detector or something? Yeah.
1: If you Don't mind me. Whacking the you know, security cameras with a hammer. Maybe <laughs> there's a problem. Like, what do you have to tell people that? You know, there was a... There was a time when you go. I think that looks suspicious, and now you have to just spoon feed people common sense.
0: Well, pay attention to what people around you are photographing and when.
1: Oh, okay.
0: That guy just took a picture of my wife's ass. I think he's a terrorist. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh, okay, like I'm, I'm just going to
1: walk up to all tourists and be like, "What are you taking a picture of, <laughs> Niagara Falls? Why?" <laughs>
0: it's That's our vacation. Me, right? It's my wife
1: and I's honeymoon. So what do you got to take pictures
0: for? You can't Where remember you're it.
1: Staying. <laughs> your room I, number.
0: I think you're Al Qaeda. Keep an eye out for anyone changing, adding, or removing clothing in an unusual manner.
1: <laughs> I always keep an eye out for that.
0: <laughs> me too. I'm always looking for chicks taking their clothes off
1: a vigilante against terrorism i'm always peering into women's windows to make sure that they're not removing clothing
0: this is the one that gets me observe quick movers someone running and let me read it word for word from the article someone running usually gets our attention but our curiosity fades fast glass and sullivan tells us staying alert longer It's now the order of the day. If you see a man running towards the gates in an airport, you can guess he's running late. But if you see a man running away from the gates of an airport, (laughs) you might pay more attention. Really? Because I don't know. I've been late for—okay, let me tell you something. I've been flying through the Atlanta airport where I have five minutes to get to my next gate. And and the Atlanta airport, there's a
1: train in it.
0: It's so big. And you better bet your ass you're going to see me running from a gate. Does that make me a terrorist?
1: Or you're about to get on a plane with the wrong man and the guy you really loved showed up and you're spreading back into his arms. Sure. Right. What? A lot of movies. I got one. What if you got to take a shit? Right. (laughs) And you don't like that
0: little airport dealio.
1: You're like if you just put a bomb. Oh, wait. That's what they're.
0: Yeah. (laughs) That's what they're looking for. Gotcha. So, uh, I call bullshit on the suspicious, you know, any, you can make anything sound suspicious. Here, here's a tip. Oh, if you ever
1: see me running at all, there's probably something going on. It's <laughs> <laughs> probably a problem that I'm up to no good.
0: Okay, here's an uh, article I found. Seven ways to score airport lounge access. I think this is kind of cool. Because if you're... Like, let's say you have, like, a 25-hour layover. You travel a lot, John. Yeah. You've had some layovers, right?
2: Oh, yeah.
0: What's it, like, the longest, most brutal layover?
2: Man, where were we? We were somewhere in Iowa. Oh, any... T- that, sounds any t- yeah. Yeah. that sounds brutal. Yeah, any time spent in Iowa is brutal. Yeah, I mean, you just sat there the entire time. I think it was five hours. Five hours? Well,
0: if you're going to be hanging out at the airport, you got to get in the lounge, folks. I mean... That's where it's at. You, you, you don't want to be stuck in the terminal all day. <clears throat> because in the lounge you got Wi-Fi, drinks, snacks, magazines, all kinds of shit like that. You could recharge your devices. It's the place you want to go. So let me give you guys some of these tips. And then you try to figure out which one is the reprobate way. <laughs> the dirtbag way. My way of getting into the lounge. Number one, buy a day pass for 45 $50. Bucks. You got a day in the lounge, so let's say, like for example, I'm flying to Bangkok and I have eight to twelve hours in in the Japanese airport. I'm going for that fifty bucks. I know it's pricey, but would yeah. you, wouldn't you do it? Yeah.
1: yeah, it's worth it. Yeah, it's all relative, man. Fifty bucks for you know not having to sit on a plastic chair for twelve hours is a good deal,
0: right? Um, you could buy a membership that's like between 250 and 400 bucks a year. But if you fly a lot, I could see that being worth it. There's third-party vendors like PriorityPass.com. Uh, PriorityPass.com. You could visit a pay lounge. There's these little lounges. They're like not at every airport, but you could get a 24-hour pass for like 1750 But it sucks because the big drawbacks is these... Pay-in lounges—they close at 6 p.m.
1: Yeah, so you just have to have a layover at the uh, convenient time for them.
0: Right. Yeah, that's bullshit. Because you got close people flying if you paid yeah.
1: for a membership and you were at an airport, and they're like, "Sorry, the lounge is closed."
0: Well, no, th- these are paying. You just go in and pay.
1: Oh, well, that shoots down that theory. Not pissed at all. I think would be the answer
0: then. This this one cracks me up. This article tells you how to attain the how to get in the lounge, right? Number five, this is an easy one that we could all do. Attain elite status. Like you could just flip a switch or something. Right. You have to be like a loyal customer for years to get elite status, don't you, at one of these deals? Or a celebrity or something.
1: Be a celebrity impersonator. Maybe you can get in there.
0: It says if you're a frequently travel one airline, that's the way to go. I guess I could see that. But, I mean, you can't just... In this article, I thought it was stuff that could just get you in the lounge, and that's not, like, a tip because I can never become elite status. I use all different airlines. I can't just flip a switch and be like, I'm elite now, Buffy and I are going to play tennis after this, and I
1: want in the damn lounge. You need a monocle and a cigarette holder, I think, and we'll give off the right vibe.
0: Okay, thanks. Use your credit card, number six. Uh, some credit cards have an annual fee for, like, four fifty a year, you have access to like 600 lounges in airports all over the world. Oh, that's
1: the best way to go yeah. so far.
0: Yeah, that doesn't seem too bad.
1: I was thinking of paying a homeless guy to walk around with like a portable bed on the wheels. A uh, uh,
0: mobile hot spot, a mobile bed spot. Yes, yes, mobile sleep spot. And you wake up with crabs and lice.
1: And empty pockets. Yep.
0: <laughs> Number seven, be a guest, bribe, or buy your way in. See, there's a camaraderie amongst travelers. I find, like, even no matter where I've been traveling, I could have been on a bus in Cambodia, and if I see somebody else that speaks English, you have something to talk about. And, and but, like, let's say you're at an airport, and you, I would be as low down as waiting outside the lounge for people to come in and go, "Hey, man, could I be your your guest? Mm-hmm. I'll buy you a drink." Yeah, because they get a free guest. Yeah. See, that's I think that's the reprobate way Absolutely. to get in. Don't I would put your ego aside and just stand outside the lounge waiting for people to go in. Excuse me, can I be your guest? Um, I'll be your mobile Wi-Fi hotspot if you let me. <laughs> I don't mind asking strangers for, for favors, though. Sometimes, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but...
1: I ask strangers for everything. <laughs> Sex, food, cigarettes, lounge status.
0: Mm, there's some more stuff here I don't know I kind of want to get get into John's stories at this point though what do you think Bob?
1: I don't know you ever talked to the guy? yeah you're right
0: let's (laughs) keep going news
1: stories
0: (laughs) let me do one more here one more these are slogans eight tourism slogans that we can goof on because some of them are uh, pretty stupid Uh, I love New York. We all know that one.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Which I mean,
1: that was a, that was that show on VH1.
0: Right. The, I mean, that, that's like a pretty good slogan, I think.
1: Yeah, I guess. Um, yeah. Have you been to New York? I liked it for a minute. Have you been to New York, John? Oh yeah. Yeah. What do you like New York, John? Yeah. Yeah, I like New York. It's all right. So the hustle bustle gets to me after a while. It's like a good place to visit,
2: but I have a lot of friends that live there, and it's not for me to live. Yeah, there. I like it, man. I like all the people, and I like small towns. That whole Johnson City thing—that was a bad experience. Oh God, yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I, uh, I don't. I like the city, but not that big of a city.
1: It's, uh, Johnson City, Tennessee. John and I lived there for a little bit.
2: Johnson City, Tennessee oh, yeah, was population pretty, was forty something 40, like that. Yeah, yeah. If you're if you're counting the moonshine, yeah. two million. What did we do for fun? We we called uh, Miss Chloe or oh Miss Cleo. Miss <laughs> Cleo, you guys I called Miss Cleo for that. to pass oh, the when time. When we
1: first got there, we didn't have any friends or anything, and so we were just sitting around watching TV, and it was the most boring shit ever. Like and business. they had like yeah, they had these uh, videos. On TV, like, you know, call now to order your backyard wrestling video or call Miss Cleo for your psychic reading. And so we made a series of prank calls where we called Miss Cleo. I called as Miss Cleo, pretending (laughs) that they were giving bad advice. I was like, what are you doing now? You're fucking up my business. I I heard you told this gentleman he was going to get crabs butt raping school children. What you doing over there now? (laughs) They hung up on me. I, I called once as a... As a redneck, you remember this one I called and I was like, uh, I was pissed that my wife wasn't doing the dishes and <laughs> I needed her him. to predict whether or not she was going to call the law on me after I beat her up. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. She's well, like, I need you to let me know whether or not she's fitting to call the law on me if I was to punch <laughs> her square in her mouth.
2: <laughs> the backyard wrestling you were trying to ask? Oh, yeah. How to yeah. beat up your wife or something like that?
1: I, no, I needed to learn, uh, on the backyard wrestling, I needed them to send me out one of the wrestling tapes so I could mm-hmm. learn some of the moves to beat up the neighbor kid for like this yeah. dog shit in my yard. <laughs> but I learned something he moved. By God, he'll sit in his own yard. <laughs> Let me ask you a question, ma'am. You ever seen an eight year old uh, with no teeth, bleeding from the mouth, crying in the street for his mom? Because you can come see one right now. <laughs> I can't believe how long
2: they talked to us. They talked to
0: us, but Spikes it's so boring right? in in this town that this was the way you spent your time.
1: That was like yeah. night one. That was yeah, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then
2: we watched we watched little league baseball. That was a little bit creepy.
1: Yeah, yeah that, that I looked was. I look back on that thinking, yeah, that was that was kind of very creepy. Yeah. yeah, we walked down the street into the park, and there was little league baseball, and so there was a bunch of supportive parents, and then two drunk adult males <laughs> high fiving. <laughs> We're the only people ever asked to leave a little League game for being too supportive. <laughs> Your son's doing great. Thank you, sir. He's got great legs. Um, okay, sir. Good, good build on that kit. Okay, sir. Can you please
0: stop uh, Here's another one South Africa, it's possible.
1: They're talking about AIDS. <laughs> oh jeez. Oh, sorry, sorry. Oh boy! Oh
0: Edit. man! Edit. The um, views expressed. I by meant like Bob I Cook meant like, are not necessarily those of the reprobate
1: travel. I cast. meant to become so su- successful that you need the aids oh, to hire aides. Oh, I got to, you to help
0: you with your day to day. Delaware. Their slogan is Delaware. Small wonder. That was also the slogan of your penis for yes. a while. Wasn't yes, about? for many years. Right? <laughs> His d- actually, it's not an insult. His dick is the size of Delaware. <laughs> which is a small state, but as far as cocks go, it's pretty big. And an equal amount of people visit it per year. <laughs> <Four>. <laughs> uh, more fun in the Philippines. And from what I understand from the creepy perverts I know that have been to the Philippines, it is more fun in the Philippines. <laughs> I don't know. I uh,
1: I, I think it could be fun in the Philippines. I don't know. You used to have a... Uh... A funny song. No, no, no. We're not going to get in.
0: that. <laughs> uh, Pennsylvania slogan. You've got a friend in Pennsylvania. And I've been to Pennsylvania. It's a friend I don't want to visit. Right. <laughs> because Pennsylvania is boring.
1: Yeah, my, my friend in Pennsylvania is there hiding from the mob, probably. No one goes there on purpose, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's What do you call that when they... Give you a, Witness for you yeah Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania that that should be their slogan Pennsylvania.
1: They'll never find you here. <laughs> They'll never find you.
0: Uh, Canada, keep exploring.
1: How about Pennsylvania? You may be raped by Ben Roethlisberger.
0: I don't know how that would do for tourism, though. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe some people want to be raped by Ben Ro- Roethlisberger. Maybe it'll help. A lot of those Steelers fans are a little overboard. Uh, Virginia is for lovers. Uh, what to what one kind of lovers? lovers. <laughs> right. Yeah, I've about. been to Virginia, and for me, it was more just like a fuck buddy. Virginia is for lovers who also happen to be siblings. <laughs> oh, wow! <laughs> and then uh, the worst, I think, and finally, Oklahoma slogan: Oklahoma is okay. It's not great. <laughs> it's not fantastic. Come to Oklahoma. It's a, it's you you got a vacation.
1: It's okay. Yeah, that's a pretty lazy, lazy slogan. But
0: I'll tell you, I've been to Oklahoma, and it's pretty dead on. I mean, was it's not terrible. Yeah, it's yeah. not great. It's not bad. It's okay.
1: Oklahoma City is one of the most fun towns that I've ever visited. I liked it. It was a great city. Tulsa wasn't bad, but it you know it was it was everywhere in USA. It was it's a great yeah, city. Didn't tell the truth, it was cool. But no, I enjoyed you know, Oklahoma. They're,
2: they're telling the truth.
1: Oklahoma yeah, you know, man. Did you, yeah. did you go down to Bricktown when you're in Oklahoma? No. Bricktowns are downtown area. After the Oklahoma City bombing, uh, they had a voluntary uh, tax vote. It was like a cent on the dollar uh, to rejuvenate the area, uh-huh. and it passed by over ninety percent. They built uh, man-made canals through the downtown area, right by like you know where our like Clipper Stadium is now. They built uh, these canals uh, in that kind of region to their ballpark, and uh, like little water taxis, and you could buy like for. Twelve bucks, you could buy a day pass. And lining the canal was like bar fronts, barbecue joints, tour shops. Oh wow! So he could just like sit there, hop a water taxi, chill out. And there's a tour guide, you know, with the with the whole like. uh, And if you look to your left, this isn't working. Let me see. Let me see. You can do it.
0: Check, check, check. Yeah, I don't know. This thing's been bugging out. If you look to your left, everybody, you'll see people getting fucked up, falling into the water, drowning to death.
1: Yeah, so he's going through his little spiel about, you know, uh, how, how it came to be. That's where I got the story of how it was voted upon. But, I mean... You've got like these little click joints. uh, Toby Keith's, I love this bar and grill. But Oklahoma knows how to do some barbecue, man. Yeah, that sounds pretty cool. Oh, yeah, you're just grabbing huge beers, you're getting stuffed, and then you're stumbling out and hopping a water taxi and snoring while they just cruise up and down.
0: You can just go bar hopping on the water.
1: Yeah, and then you can go catch a game. I mean, it's a really cool area. There's like, they have like the, uh, what, the Golden Cowboy Mime guy that does his thing and the goat. Wait, what? You ever see those guys? They're like mind. street performers. Yeah, they'll be painted all gold and they will look yeah. like a mannequin.
0: You never saw that? No. They have them all over. Oh, I know it. The guy's right. covered head
1: and toe in paint. Yeah, all right.
0: And that's the main attraction in Oklahoma. Oh, that's how shitty
1: that's, it is that's there. Okay. They actually have on my Facebook. <laughs> there's a picture of me. Uh, they have all these uh, like little bison everywhere, like little uh, statue esque bison everywhere, uh-huh. and they're post. There's a, a certain number of them. The symbolic number, and they're posted all over the city. And um, in a drunken haze, I actually. You fucked one of the buffalo? I crawled under, they are anatomically correct. And I crawled under him and grabbed his crank and pretended I was uh, uh, servicing oh, wow. the buffalo while uh, my friend <laughs> with me snapped pictures. So Can we find picture those pictures online somewhere? On oh, my Facebook page, there's uh Bob Cook. Add Bob Cook on Facebook, Bob and
0: you'll see Bob Cook, cook uh, throating a uh, buffalo's tool. Yeah, oh, yeah, uh, I'm
1: working this guy over. If
0: you look to the left, you'll see an overweight Ohio dude blowing one of our buffalo over. uh Cover the children's eyes, please, sir. <laughs> sir. If you look to the right, you'll see uh, Tulsa, and there's more stuff to do in Tulsa than you could shake a stick at. Actually, I'm bullshitting you. That's about all you can do Tulsa is find a stick and shake it around. It's boring as fuck. <laughs> Let's all get drunk and get on a boat, and maybe crash it into a bar. That'll be some fun shit. All right, that kind of thing. There you go. I hope that painted a picture for everybody. Uh, we'll be right back after this smoke break. Oh, we're back. <laughs> Bob was just telling me a story that I thought was pretty funny, and I wanted him to tell it on the air because it's a pretty pretty crazy story. We're comedians. Yeah, we travel around and do comedy different places. And John, he was hanging out with you one night. Is that were you there that night? We,
1: oh yeah, we lived in uh, Johnson City, Tennessee. We talked a little bit about that earlier.
0: Johnson ten, Tennessee, Johnson
1: City, Tennessee. Yeah, that was uh, that was a. Place what would population.
0: you say the population was really? It
1: couldn't have been more than one, maybe. $10, it was a Tiny small. town. Yeah. yeah. They don't like um, people
0: being different around there.
1: Oh, man. Remember, there was a lot of interesting things. Remember one time? You might remember this. Uh, we pulled up to a gas station, and I went in. And when I came out, as I'm getting in the car, John's shit hammered. And I go, hey, what's up, Coolio? And, and then a the black guy with... Brains ran over to the car, offended. If you remember this, and he was like, "You fuck, call me Coolio," and I was like, (laughs) "No, I was calling you know him Coolio." And he's like shaking his hair at me, like, "I see what you're talking about." And I was like, "Why he had the Coolio dreads?" Yeah. And, I, and my door was already closed. Did you but tell him, look, like I don't gone. want to
0: fight you because I know you've been living most of your life in a gangster's paradise. <laughs> <laughs> right, right here off Route 71 outside of
1: Johnson, Tennessee. <laughs> well, well, John was just drunk enough to be invincible, which was really irritating oh, to boy. me. Oh, so boy. So John's like, like, bring it on. Well, he's, he's reaching his hand into our vehicle, flipping us off. Like, fuck you. And uh, I'm like, dude, I'm, well, I'm not even talking to you. And John goes, dude. There doesn't have to be a problem unless you want a problem. <laughs> and I was like, that is, not what, that is not productive or constructive to what I'm trying to do here. Well, you got to
0: think one thing. Black people must be tough in Johnson City, Tennessee, mm-hmm. because that's got to be a racist area. That was so don't want motivated oh, yeah. by racial tension. There, yeah. Oh, yeah. I bet he's
1: so sick of taking shit from hillbillies that's that what he thought that you were talking shit when you weren't. And, and it goes even further. Um, as I'm trying to explain, there's not a problem. A car pulls up. And three large black guys get out that don't even know this guy yeah. and they walk over oh, and the shit. guy goes, We can make it even if you want. I'm like, How the fuck is it even? <laughs> like and they didn't even know what the altercation was, you know. But they were really, and there was just it was just another white punk motherfucker right. trying to start some shit and they were ready they had enough shit, you know. Sure, sure. And I'm just trying to be like, There's nothing going on and John's like, you know, fucking yelling at the guy. So John, everyone, you're ready to this. fight. I forgot. Oh, yeah. I was I like, forgot. I was like, didn't I
2: grab them. the guy's hand or something when he was reaching through the window?
1: No, no. I, I, I told you I later that you so should have. Um, well, <laughs> I, oh, yeah. I was practically putting my foot on the pedal for you. When those three other guys walked up, I'm like, this is not going to end well. Get the fuck out of here, you know? So you so took was, off? Uh, yeah, we ran. Oh, I'd run like a bitch. Yeah, I, I did. John was ready to
2: throw down. I was, really, <laughs> I was like, I'll bring a <laughs> car doing back doing to doing you later. I'll check on you. You get, you get some moonshine in
0: you. you oh, know. dude, I did I did moonshine one night before a gig, and I did the same joke like four times in a row, and then got angry at the audience for not laughing at it the fourth <laughs> time. Like, you guys are
1: dicks. No, I did Dude, <laughs> you did that joke four times. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I did that Buckeye late gig for you and got drunk and repeated a joke like three times, too, and...
0: Well, uh, oh, that Buckeye Lake gig, we were so hammered before we walked in the door. I mean, it was... And then that place was just like, I drank shot, like a dozen shot, shot. shot. They would egg you on, like, drink your shot, you know? And uh, Oh, boy, how did we get through those times? I mean, I'm, I'm sure I was on stage with a good bottle of whiskey in me.
1: yeah. I, I blacked out on the way home. Uh, I woke up, like, with my wife yelling at me because I was peeing at a vent next to the, the restroom. So, <laughs> I had actually walked across the house to the restroom and peed in the vent outside of the restroom. So, <laughs> so, so the, tell tell us the story about the, the time you were on stage
0: in Tennessee. Yeah. And you get heckled.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. I, uh, <laughs> I was sitting on the stool uh, telling some jokes. I hadn't told jokes in about a month or something. And I was moving back up here. John was staying, so... Their, their Did band you? Was a this gig. a? Rig- oh, it was a band gig. It wasn't a comedy night. Yeah, there wasn't a comedy night. They got. I think the Comedy Zone has a thing down there, but I was. Has the well, band had the band been up on stage at this point?
0: Yeah, it was like it, a set now, break listen, or something. Bob, it's really hard to follow a band as a comedian. Well,
1: it wasn't my idea, really. I was going back to Columbus, and they hadn't seen me perform, and so they were like, you know, come on, do the comedy. I, I actually tried to weasel my way out of it, and they talked me into doing it. So. <sighs> I've had that happen. Yeah. Yeah. So I went up there, and I'm telling my jokes, and people for the most part were pretty receptive but there were two big flannel clad rednecks in the back who were like you know fuck this guy basically and so they started chanting together you suck you suck suck, you suck suck, trying to get the crowd to get on their side Uh and so I was like is it a lot easier to be funny when you're making out with your girlfriend in the corner there sweetheart and the guys were like stammered like what the fuck did he just say to us (laughs) and I was like mocking them like oh we don't like him do we sweetie let's kiss no one's looking And, uh, and so you know the crowd laughed at them so they were further like demoralized and uh anyway I just did the set <laughs> and I go in the restroom later and uh we're probably on some sort of drug that night, likely coke. And as <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm in the, the bathroom I, I walk into the stall to to take a leak and that's when those guys walked in. But they didn't know I was in the room. They you now like, you're paying in the stall. Yeah and they're at the urinals beside me and I've got like the wall blocking. And I, you weren't we're, taking a shit?
0: No. Okay. I pee in the stall sometimes, too.
1: Right. I, I, well, I pee sitting down,
0: so I have to use uh, the Yeah, stuff. I, good, because I felt like a bitch for peeing in the stall. <laughs> but you made me feel better when you say you pee sitting down. Now yeah, I feel no. like, well, at least I'm standing. When not, I'm not
1: totally bitched out. Well, how else am I going to do my knitting? You know? but, um, <laughs> as I'm in there, the, uh, I hear the guy go... Um, Wait, these two guys walk in. Mm, the, and they're the, talking you each just, They don't know I'm there. So. See, now
0: Bob and I have been doing comedy a long time. If you heckle us, you're going to get fucked up. That's just part of the deal. Right?
1: We, we've been doing it. We've seen it all. And it should be expected. That's what's so weird when people they started it. They attack you, and then they get mad that you and defend. Uh-huh. You and were someone. you there, John?
0: Yeah, John was there at
1: this gig too. Yeah. Okay, he was in the stall with me. <laughs> yeah. We're very close. <laughs> <laughs> you were holding kids under the stall he was in the next stall. <laughs> Sweetie, they just walk. in. We were installing what you may have referred to as a glory hole in your time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's really no glory in it. I don't think it's no. this It should be called a shame hole. <laughs> <laughs> so these guys walk in. They, uh, so the one guy says to the, the other one, he's like, I wish that fat motherfucker was in here right now cause I'd whoop his fucking ass oh, man. and I'm like clearly I'm the fat motherfucker that they're referring to and the guy's like yeah fuck him and so <laughs> I'm like tiptoeing to the door when I'm trying to get out of there. And just as I get to the uh, uh, to the door, I see one look over and he goes, There he is! Right now! And the other one's like, Son of a bitch! And so I do this like fucking weird smile wave, like, da i am like trying to run out, and the guys are wrestling with their dicks and zippers, like ripping on it like a fucking lawnmower starter or something, trying to get out of there. And I take off running and just barrel through this cocktail waitress, like knocking the tray out of her hand, and running Run back to the band of like, you know, and band friends of roughly like fifteen people (laughs) on like safety zone like here. And then the guys went they saw me and then just fucking went around, you know. Oh
0: boy, that's excellent.
1: Yeah, they came to light me up, but when they saw the group they knew that they couldn't, you know, do anything about it. So they just left. But yeah, that was crazy. Getting caught with your dick in your hand, that was that was the only thing that saved me was that they were holding their dicks.
0: (laughs) They were dicks.
1: They were holding each other's dicks.
0: So, John, you got uh, some stories now. You you you're a you've been a roadie for other bands. You have a band. You you travel a lot.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Tell us about some of the places you've been. What what are some of the bands you you uh, were a roadie for? I, I, Anybody I would worked, know. The first band I
2: worked for was uh, Acoustic Oh, awesome! So Acoustic I mean, They rule, I mean, man. I, uh, they,
1: they were pretty good. I've never seen any of drugged up people at hookah you know, no not Hookabilla. at all none of them None no people i heard a lot of kids will smoke marijuana at that is that true do you, no, do you kids no. smoke
2: marijuana they're all pretty straight edge yeah yeah you no.
0: i i've offered you marijuana and you turned it down yeah, why yeah. I, you don't I, smoke i, any, I, do I quit you? smoking i quit smoking i used to you're a real man you do like blow and meth and shit huh you're oh like, yeah, yeah yeah you think yeah. weeds for pussies huh Oh, exactly See, that's that's a man yeah. bob right yeah. right yeah. He
1: mainlines. Uh, he mainlines meth. Yeah,
0: yeah. Like all I do is weed. I, I like it's so funny to me that it's a big deal. Like it, it shouldn't be. No, know. yeah. It's compared yeah. to the way I act on alcohol. Compared to the way I act on weed. Yeah, um, I would wake up the next day and look at my cell phone, and there would be all these <laughs> texts I don't remember sending. Little surprises that drunk me left leaves for oh, sober yeah. me, yeah, and I mean. like horrible stuff. And uh, like when I'm stoned. I don't do shit like that. I you used to get you're myself too
2: tired to, to really you get your phone t- out. Yeah, you don't even get your phone out when you're I to, no. You know, I used to
1: leave myself like um, notes on <laughs> the act, and and sometimes the the worst were like uh, confidence builders, like what you need to do, man. And I'm so I'm like you know I'm like Rocky's corner man, like when I'm drunk speaking into a voice recorder and a shitter and nowhere's West Virginia or something, uh-huh. and then see I, w- I would. The voice recorder was to, to take down ideas and then to follow up on said ideas. And it became like this horrible tool and a device of like, personal torment. Because I would have to confront drunk me the next day. <laughs> right. It's like, you're all right, man. You're a winner. Listen, you need to talk about midgets, waiters, because they're hilarious. Like, I fucking hate me. I hate me so much right now. I mean, drunk me,
0: listen. Sober me would never fuck a fat chick. <laughs> drunk me will fuck any chick yeah. that comes along, but then sober me has to wake up with fat chick, and he, and he's like, "Oh, drunk me, you got me again." <laughs> I had to, I had to quit drinking. I'm like, I, I'm yeah, it's just not. I'm not good
1: at it. I guess. Yeah, you can't like wake up drunk in the jail cell after your DUI and be like,
2: "I'm sober now. Are we good? Are we good? I can go home."
0: I'd like to go home now. I slept <laughs> it off, officer.
2: I don't know what it is about artists, like. Comedians, artists, whatever. This band I worked for uh, in Nashville. We were, uh, we were somewhere up north. What's the name of the band? Uh, Adeline. 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 And uh, I got to move this mic over. They're actually in South by Southwest right now, I think. So this this would be great to destroy them, but uh, they're probably using Uh, one of those homeless hotspots right now. Probably, probably. Anyway, so we're sitting there, and a drummer and myself that aren't with those guys anymore. We go out with one of the other guitar players, and uh, after a gig, and we're we get all sorts of wasted. Shut the bar down, and we're we're coming back, and I don't know what it is about band members, but they all get really homo uh, erotic erotic with yeah. each other. I don't know what it is. Um, it's this road thing. I don't know if it's just with you bands. Think it's all bands. I don't... I, dude, every band I've ever been with has really I thought you were about to say really homo-ironic.
1: <laughs> homo-ironic, yeah. But, uh... It's ironic that you're being so gay right now. <laughs> Typically, so, you're a lumberjack. So, you're saying,
0: you're saying the Beatles were probably,
1: uh...
2: I'm, I imagine they probably were, because every act that's I've ever worked for... That's why they were so hateful of Joko. Has been Yoko. that, got, that yeah, way, yeah, yeah. taking, like their stealing Sunday. some of the penis. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, we come back after getting real wasted, and we walk through the door, and, uh... It, it, the most disturbing thing I think I've ever seen in my life. Uh, we walk through, and my bass player and my rhythm guitarist—they're already gay for each other. Like they're not really gay; they got girlfriends and everything. But uh, I walk through the door, and they're always pretending like they're kissing. They're always pretending like they're grabbing each other's asses. Right. We walk through the door, and all of us kind of walk through, and we're all looking at each other, laughing, Stumbling, having a to, drunk. and we all and look up at the yeah. same time. And my guitarist Josh is laying on the bed. With his feet, like, above his head. And my bass player, with his pants off. Alright, ass just... Butthole just shining. Right there. With my bass player <laughs> over top me. of him. Acting like he's fucking him in the ass. So he's got his and pants and off, too? No, he doesn't. might not have been acting. No. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: That's,
2: don't know if these guys were acting. No. Right. Dude, it he was, acted like he ejaculated. I him. mean, it was... It was <laughs> he should have gotten an Oscar. It was... I mean, I've seen a lot of shit but this is the gayest thing I think I've ever seen I mean other than no no that's gayer, gayer than being yeah, gay yeah, that's yeah. much
1: gayer I'm I think gay, actually told gay, gay, a gay guys can guy. go to the supermarket yeah. together and not pull that move like that's much gayer than just being even a, to this day they even deny. a gay
2: dude would call those guys yeah, they, they deny it though still to this day they say it never happened
0: and uh it, dude I don't the think game. they were acting I think you walked in on a homosexual act
2: well my lead singer was in the, what was really creepy is my lead singer was sitting in the corner in one of those chairs like those guys hey so there was a, guys to oh, fuck their wow. women and then they sit there and watch it that's that was the scene we walked in on um it was it so was this really was creepy. a three man
1: I, a guess, man with a I viewer, guess with a boyer
2: what what kind of, it's what's kind of weird is later that trip they they would always pretend like they were kissing me really close. And I'm sitting in back and we're in the vehicle. Now, did Sit you ever back think that I, I their heads. a lot of rockers will wear, like, really
1: tight pants and maybe you See, walked these in these guys right too. after he pulled off his pants for him, like he was having trouble on the bed getting his pants off, and so <laughs> the guy was just helping yeah, maybe that's him to pull them off. No. And then the guy in the corner was catching the pants because they came maybe off maybe that's it, Maybe that's what it is. That's yeah, we'll you rushed it. to judgment. Yeah. yeah. That's what those guys should. They deny it happened, which makes yeah. it, you even more guilty. They should have just went yeah. with one of those bizarre stories. You know? <laughs> yeah, they just Oh dude. thank God you're here. We have a pet issue. <laughs> Quick, someone go to Cole's. <laughs> I think I think
0: those dudes are pretty gay. Yeah. I mean, Bob yeah, so and, me, we. Bob so and we. me are pretty pretty good friends. We've been friends a long I don't I never act like I'm making out with them.
2: Yeah, they would get real close. And I
0: mean, if we make out, we do it all the way. <laughs> right, right. None, none, of this sh- none of this pretend bullshit. Yeah, what ass, was
2: creepy ass, is one day I actually nudge their you, you nudged and their heads together. You nudged their heads together. And made them kiss. Uh-huh. And uh, they got really creeped out, which kind of weirded me out because, I mean, if you're going <laughs> to if you're gonna show your butthole to some dude, I mean, what's a little kiss, you know? What's the name of this band? Adeline. 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 Yeah. yeah. And well, guys are so weird about that, too,
1: um, that, like, if I had a legitimate, like, Medical issue and was like, "Listen, guys, in confidence, no gay. Could you guys look at my butthole?" <laughs> You'd be like, "Go to the hospital." That's <laughs> yeah, not happening. I'm not looking. I at don't it. care. No, yeah. So I mean, when you go in, I'd it, be like, "Sorry, Bob, you're going to die." There's no well, innocent. Like women might be like, "Could you check and see if I shaved correctly?" And then it wouldn't they wouldn't be offended or weirded out by that. But but if you see a guy in that, the implications are clear that it's not just some sort of doctoral like physical examination.
2: Yeah, these guys liked running around the hotel room naked too. It was it, it really you that got no. Dude, it I really really got these creepy.
1: guys sound like they might be a half a fag. Yeah,
0: uh, what were Can some you of their? Bring them up up I'll show you. You got to yeah. see. Hang, it. hang on. There's uh, something I want to go over. Uh, the, I found this article just now. Tips and tricks for traveling with a baby. And here's <laughs> here's my number one tip. Don't, because <laughs> you're going to annoy everybody on the plane uh, and the ba- babies. Uh, if I'm on in coach for 10 hours flying to Bangkok, I don't want to be sitting next to a fucking baby. Or my other tip, uh go ahead and store her in the old overhead
1: compartment. Yeah, that's what Romney does, right like that. Did he do that with his dog? He put it in the overhead? No, he put it in like one of the pet carriers and strapped it to like the roof of his car or something. <laughs> What? Yes. Well he said it. he didn't he wasn't trying to be like sadistic. He he actually said it in an interview, like, and he loved it up there and people were like, Well hold did you just say it? He's like, What's the problem? And, like, You can't do that. I didn't know it was illegal. The dog enjoys himself on the roof of the car. The dog needs to get some air.
0: <laughs> lots and lots of air. At high speed, coming right at his sensitive ears.
1: You may uh, remember some of Adeline's uh, bigger hits, as uh, "Please look at my Butthole friend," and <laughs> <laughs> "One Eye Winker." I think was in the top forty for a while. You might re- <laughs> the band Adeline. You might remember their big
0: hit "Bromance." <laughs> I gotta, yeah, I gotta have Coming these guys. The Can you get them to come on the show and talk about the, their love for each it's other? It's gonna be really awkward yeah. for us Yeah, when that, they right, start that, start that might be a bit awkward. awkward.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I'll, I'll have to tell. I'll have to see if they'll uh, if they'll come down or up
0: here. You yeah. <laughs> know. Um, okay, here's another article. Everybody's got to be familiar with this Kony business by now. K O N Y Kony, Kony uh, the Ugandan evil dictator guy. Yeah. It's a big thing on YouTube. They're trying to promote, get everybody to want to kill this guy or something stupid. I don't know what's going on, but apparently um, there's an article here in USA Today. Can Uganda tourism survive Kony 2012? Is Uganda like a big hot spot for tourists that
1: I didn't know about? That. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's not going to affect their tourism overall, I don't think. I know I know the wife and I just canceled our tickets to Uganda this past week after that happened.
0: Yeah, you were like, I was going to go, but not with Kony and there. Now it doesn't sound fun at all. Yeah. Like there's frat boys
1: going, bro, where do we go on spring break? Uganda, bro. Toga, Toga. If you win like free tickets to Uganda and you go... What is, what's the first thing you do? What are you looking for? I don't even know what I would do. Like, let's go
2: to the jungle, the way back home.
0: Mountain gorillas. <laughs> uh, well, it says here, uh, you can see mountain gorillas, spectacular scenery, and it's got one of the safest capital cities. So, apparently, it's not a bad place to travel to, and this Coney deal really hurt it. You can see gorillas at the Columbus Zoo, I mean... Yeah, but can you actually see a wild gorilla? I mean,
2: it, why would you want us to go see a wire? Uh, really?
0: No, I, mean, I would that, shit that my pants. sort of
2: dangerous and <laughs> right. scary. I mean, it, it doesn't seem like a good time. Really. I, I mean, I guess different strokes for different, you know,
1: Adeline band members, but. Yeah, it, right. It, but, <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but I say, like, just not what I'm looking for in a vacation. <laughs> <laughs> you can go to South by Southwest And on a tourism trip See gaping anus butthole. That's funny <laughs> because
2: they're playing Instead of South by Southwest There's another thing called the Red Gorilla And that's what they're playing The Red uh, Gorilla? Yeah, it's the same festival Only two, it's like two separate things I thought they were playing They're actually like playing South, the Red Gorilla South yeah. by going down on me yeah. mm-hmm.
1: South by just what they're playing. Yeah
0: If you know what I mean
1: What I mean
0: And if you don't mind me saying I'm not gay But you're the cutest guy i ever seen I've ever seen Oh, Adeline <laughs> Adeline Take off my jeans
1: Take a vibe, cook. You're my buddy, you're my pal. Come and look at my butthole now, Adeline.
0: Adeline. (laughs) (laughs) You got another little Bob? (laughs) Good. Okay, let me.
1: That's a cute girl, have you seen her? Hey, fuck that, look at my wiener. <laughs> Adeline, oh Adeline, you're a
0: dude, but make me cream. <laughs> oh Adeline, I wanna suck your dick if you know what I mean. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You've betrayed <laughs> our trust, John Morris You're never going on the road with what these guys again? Oh, the road now, stays now. on the road my,
2: my drummer will think this is
0: really funny though. So. <laughs> Your drummer will I don't know about the rest of the dudes Oh the no, band. they probably hate it <laughs> Oh my goodness, that is too good That's They're probably weird.
1: looking at each other's buttholes right now Probably, right now
0: <laughs> Oh boy I don't know if I'm done yet. You got another verse? (laughs) Oh, I got rhythm, I got soul. Look, everybody, it's my butthole, Adelaide. Oh, Adelaide,
1: Adelaide, San Francisco's where I've been. said yes and I said no use my butt like a telescope Adelaide Adelaide Hang on, I'm thinking of one, I'm thinking of one You bring the beer, I'll bring Hang on, hang on, here Go You bring the beer, I'll bring the glass Then you bring the piece of ass Adeline
0: <laughs> Do what I tell you, do what I say If you don't kiss, then it's not gay Adeline
1: <laughs> Adeline my dude, my buddy, my guy, now stare directly in my brown eye, Adeline. <laughs> <laughs> Let's all start a brand
0: new chapter, it ain't gay if you beat them up after Adeline. <laughs> Adeline. Everybody. Adeline,
1: Adeline, it's sweet Adeline, pretty as On a new kind of tour,
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I got a new song for those guys, man. Maybe they can s-
1: Maybe we can get this there on at go.
2: Red Gorilla. What is Red Gorilla? It's a it's a uh, it's music. Same, yeah, it's the same thing as uh It's done with South by Southwest. I don't, I'm not familiar it's with South the by Southwest. It's a free South. version of South by South by Southwest costs a lot to be in it. <clears> and it, <throat> uh-huh. and uh, to go to it, like 700 and some dollars. To, Where is South team, by Southwest? In Austin, Texas. And
0: it's just a ton of bands and it costs money. Um, and it, and it ass, like, it's a week long. And, but and they're in this
2: red gorilla, which is free. It's huh? a free thing. And that's how, yeah. Yeah, free is better. <laughs> I guess. Um, but if you can get into the uh, real South by Southwest, it's, it's a lot better, you know.
0: I hear that. Well, I think that's all the time we have for today. That was a pretty good episode.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the
0: Adelaide song is uh, going to haunt me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget to add me on uh, Twitter, everybody. Like it's you. under Reprobate Twenty Twelve. That's Reprobate Twenty Twelve on Twitter. Bob, you got Twitter? Uh, yeah, Boobcock, b o o b c o k on Twitter. John, you got anything? A website? Anything? Uh, I got Audio Guy S T K One. Audio Guy S T K One. That's on Twitter? Yeah. Awesome. So follow us on Twitter. I'll follow you back. I don't know. Will you guys follow whoever follows you? Yeah, absolutely. Sweet. So, yeah, follow us and we'll follow you back. Thanks for listening. Uh, Got uh, some special shows coming up. We're going to be in Virginia Beach and Tampa. So how about that? Thanks for listening, everybody. Smoke weed.